The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We have a really fun show. Uh, Tisha Torres is on the phone. Stefan Struve we talked to today, and we do our picks. And we're all wishy-washy assholes. <laughs> it's true. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. <laughs> That's right. I just took a photo of my new look. Yeah, and I, I went the photo bomb. You like my new look, Matt? Oh, me, I love it, Jimmy. You're wearing a hat. Indoor. You're, you're yeah. so wacky. I'm trying to look young and relevant. You're being crazy. You're being crazy today. People, and I, this could I, be an incorrect People what? who wear wool hats indoors because they think what? it's a look. Is should be look? executed by the state. <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's is that a look? awful. It's an awful look. I like that picture of us. Could you show that to me again? It's a little blurry. Could you show me that picture, yeah, though? Yeah, buddy. I love it. Oh, uh, that sums up me and you, huh? It does. Doesn't it? Yes. Me, all old and dumpy looking, and you blurry. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> I trained this morning. That makes me happy. It should. I rolled, the, like, literally the first time in a while. I mean, I mean, I rolled once before this. but That's this is cell. Huh? I, Pete Drago Cell, Joe Monahan, Gary Rock. Sounds like, you know, sounds like the X-Men. Yeah. You know, everybody's got nicknames and shit. But oh, it was fun. It was fun, man. Of course I'm walking all fucked up, Jimmy. That's all right. Yeah, I walk all fucked up. Me dude. too, from doing my adductors yesterday in the gym and oh. abductors. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Girl exercise. Yeah, that's gonna really protect you in a uh that's right, it will. I'll a clench, bullying I'll, situation. I'll clench someone between my thighs. My firm thighs. Uh, I'm gonna call Stefan Struve right now. We're a couple minutes late. Sure. Now, did Stefan is he sticking to him his retirement? Well, Matt, we have to ask Not for him. nothing. Marcus could have done a couple more sit-ups. I'm not attacking Mar- Marcus. Look at me. I think right now I look better with my shirt off than Marcus. Maybe. Marcus. <laughs> Marcos. Let's call the whole Marcus. Marcos. Marcus. Hello, Mar- Stefan. <laughs> Jimmy, you never play along with me. What? I'm trying to. Dude, Jimmy. I'm preparing. Don't be afraid of the unknown, Jimmy. You don't want to be alone. Jimmy, you really are like a sunflower, Jimmy. You go. really Oh, I'm sorry. Hello. Do we have uh, Stefan on the phone? <laughs> yeah. Hi, Stefan. You're talking to Jim and Matt on UFC Unfiltered. How you doing? What's up, Stefan? What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, Stefan. I was Stephen. ready for you guys. I thought, 
Go I ahead. thought you guys were going to call me in 45 minutes, but it's all good. Oh, shit, man. You want to? Hey, listen. We, we got are, time. Are, hold on. Are we early? Are we early? It might be a time difference. There. Our, our producer makes a lot of mistakes. Stefan, I apologize, but I really shouldn't no be. Worries, it should be. Bro. It should be Chris, the producer. Our producer, I don't know what to do yeah. with him, Stefan. I'll tell you. Yeah. Hey, hey Stefan, really quick, because I don't know if you know, this is uh-huh. Matt Sarah. We hung out, we, we were in a van once before, me and you. Do you remember that or no? Yeah, yeah. Now, do you remember yeah, us? Yeah, we, get- we kept we kept walking into each other in the airport. Yes. And remember actually, I, I kept trying, listen, you are such a nice dude, and I said this before on air. When we got to that airport, I don't know if you remember, I really tried to lose you because I can't be walking around with you, dude. I'm up to your waist, and I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not attacking you. It's more. It's more me than you, Stefan. <laughs> it looked weird. It looked fucking weird. It looked like twins or something. Wow, you guys look exactly alike. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I'm like, ah, oh, Stefan, you're such a nice dude. I just, you're so damn tall. Listen, buddy, first of all, congratulations on your fight. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And are, and now, was that your last fight? I mean, or did you think about that prior, or was that on the fly right there? Were you uh, looking to leave your gloves in the cage? You know, man, I've been thinking about it a lot um, with um, all the stuff that happened in my career with my health issues and all that. At a certain point, you have to consider it, you know what I mean, uh, um, I had a bunch of surgeries the last couple of years, so it was just getting harder and harder um, to really prepare um, at its best. You know, for me, there's only one way to do it, and that's you know, with a, a great training camp and uh, putting all the work in you have to put it. And um, yeah, it's just getting harder and harder. So, but um, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot, and it just felt like the right time at that point. So, yeah, man, it feels good. So. So it feels good to know that you're done. Yeah, I don't, you know, like, I don't really want to um, deal with those, like, two months where I have to do everything to prepare. Um, everything needs to be perfect. Eating right, training right, sleeping right, you know. Um, I don't really feel like doing that anymore. If for some reason I still had to do it a couple more fights, I'd be, you know, I, I, I totally... Can do it, you know. Like that's me. If if I need to do something, I can do it. But it's more wanting it, you know. what I mean, like being hungry enough to do it. Is it and is that's slowly disappearing. So. Wow! What? A, thank you for that. That's really honest. You just you just losing the desire to to kind of have to prepare for the for the fight. It's just it doesn't hold for you what it used yeah. to hold for you. I I fought uh, in the UFC twenty two times, and uh, before the UFC, um, I um, I fought a similar amount, something like that, in Europe. And um, I beat the best guys in Europe at that point when I was very young. And uh, I just had a ton of fights. And I remember when I was fighting at that point, uh, man, I, I wanted to go in that cage. And I wanted to read all about what I did and what I was going to do and what people thought of me. And um, I loved it, man. I still love this sport. I really, really do. And I also don't want to start hating it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I will totally enjoy teaching, which, you know, like Matt, you know, when, when I see something, um, some footage of Matt when he's teaching, you see he loves it. You know what I mean? Like, it's still doing this sport, but just, like, in a different way. So, now, it's great. Are you training a lot of jujitsu, Stefan? Because you have this, the record for the second most finishes in, in, in the uh, heavyweight division with, with, uh, with submissions. Yeah. Now, Chris Producer's looking at his... Might is that third, right? Might be third. What the no? fuck are you looking at? I know. It was Amir, You're I think. You're scaring me. No, I think it's second. Is it second? 
It is second. second why why are these? Yeah. Hey, Stefan, I had my shit correct. These guys are both looking at me, and I'm fucking getting nervous. <laughs> but no, I had my notes right. But listen, I mean, how how much do you work on your ground game? And do you think maybe some grappling competitions are? Uh, or I know you're known for being a striker, kinda. I mean, uh, but do you ever think about doing any grappling competitions? You know, I'll be very honest. I don't think I'm good enough to measure myself with the best heavyweight grapplers. When I see those guys rolling, that's not my level. My my um, ground game is very well suited for MMA, especially yeah. um, you know with these big guys. Yeah. When they get uh, a little tired after striking them, their, their energy out of their, out of themselves, you know, uh, I just do very well um, waiting for my opportunity and then you know sneaking them into a submission. I know I know how to do that. So I don't I don't think my style is good enough for, for grappling on the highest level. But, you know, if someone uh, wants to have me for, for a grappling match, I'd be totally up for that. Yeah, it's something new, you know? I think people, I think it'd be very interesting. And sometimes people like to watch that to see how the MMA guys cross over into the uh, straight grappling and vice versa. Uh, Stephen. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, you know, I will, I will give my all. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and avoid, um, um, a grappling exchange, you know, like what you see when, when some fighters do that. Yeah. They try not to really engage, and uh, they try not to get submitted, but if, if one of the best guys in the world will submit me, submit me in a grappling match because I really try to grapple them, you know, that, that is what it is. So. And, Stephen, you, uh, you're only 31 years old, which is uh, yep. a relatively young age to have had so many. I mean, I mean, 40 professional fights. You started in 2005, so you were basically 17 when you started fighting professionally. Uh-huh. What did, yep. you, what did you do before that? Or, 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 like Because such a big guy, a lot of times really big guys don't have to fight because nobody fucks with you. So what, what kind of pushed you towards fighting? Uh, my brother was um, training and fighting um, at uh, the gym close to my home, uh, Bob Schreiber's gym, who has been with me throughout my, throughout my whole career. And um, he took me when I was uh, 14 years old, uh, 14, 15 years old. And uh, I started doing heavy back training, and um, I still had braces, so I couldn't spar, I couldn't really grapple. And slowly I made my way into grappling and kickboxing and all that stuff. I had my first amateur fight at 16, and yeah, we went from there. So I had my first pro fight in um, in Vegas. Um, well, my first foreign fight um, when I was eighteen. So things went really fast. Did you did you love it immediately, or was it just like, well, you didn't really have another game plan, so you kind of went with it, uh, not sure what else would come up? You know, after that fight in Vegas, uh, I won by triangle choke and uh, against a guy with a really good record, and um, I was just like, you know, let's see how far I can take this. Um, I was always watching Pride, which was the number one promotion at that point, and um, UFC was really starting to uh, take all the big, big names at that point, and I just wanted to see how far I could take it. And, you know, I, I believed that I could do um, the things I, I did right now, and I believed I was going to be a champion, but unfortunately I didn't get to do that. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what I, um, what I showed in that cage. What was your? You know, we, we had uh, Kamara Usman on yesterday and, and Anthony Smith, and we were talking about just the mentality of guys when they walk in the cage, being afraid or how you handle it. What was your mentality when when you would walk in? Uh, like, or if you're getting ready for a fight, are you, do you want the fights before you to kind of go for a longer time so you can kind of relax longer, or do you like the fights before you to be over fast because you wanted to get in there and fight and get it done? 
Um, I just want to get in there as soon as I can. You know, just get it over with. I think you know, uh, everybody who fights, some have it more than others, but everybody has has got um, that anxiety that um, you, you have to fight. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, and um, everybody's afraid. Um, not even about you know doing a fight, but about losing or about you know getting into a, a really really heavy fight. You know, like I've had some really really big wars in there, and um, the next fight you're like, oh man, we got to do this a little different because I don't feel like going that deep today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, um, I just went in there, and uh, before I came to the UFC, I already won like 20 fights. So I stepped into the cage. I'm like, ah, oh, these guys are tough. This guy looks like a monster. I was a skinny heavyweight at that point, but I'm like, you know, I don't care, you know, just you know, do your thing, and in like four or five minutes, you'll be done, and you got another victory, so do all I got. Isn't it funny, no matter how much experience you have, you could deal with the nerves better, but they're not. They're still there. Because I remember, oh, I, yeah. I you just said recently uh, that you're, you're gonna you're gonna be happy not to have that feeling that 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 mm-hmm. right. Then you say you're gonna be having that like that that pre-fight feeling, the nerves. You're yeah. gonna be happy not to deal with that anymore. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, just the, the week of the fight when you're in bed at night, you go to bed. You know, and during the day, it's easy to control all the all the things that's going on in your yeah. body. But when you're asleep, now and then you wake up and like. Uh, especially later on, I would wake up and it's like having a bad dream. I'd be sweating, but I'd be cold. And uh, especially like the night before the fight, uh, you'd wake up and there's so much going on in your body, adrenaline and all sorts of feelings, you know, all sorts of emotions. And I wake up and like, what I say, shivering, but hot and cold at the same time and like a horrible feeling in your stomach and you don't want to go back to sleep, but you have to. It's, It's horrible. And then, you know, the day to fight, uh, it comes and goes, and then you finally get to the locker room, and you're locked up in there, and you know you're going to have to fight this guy who's a monster, too, you know, and you, you never know what's going to happen. You got an idea. Um, but, yeah, man, that's that's something I can deal with, but something I'm going to be happy with that I don't have to deal with anymore. I've done that enough, you know, and um, I, it, it was a great experience, man. It, it, it has given me so much um, tools for the rest of my life, all the things that come with fighting, you know, how to prepare yourself and all the things you have to do. Um, it built me as a man, man. And um, I'm really happy with all of it. And uh, you talked about that, like, you know, was there a point, like, uh, anybody you fought, now that you're, you're, you're done fighting, where you said that some nights you, you weren't sleeping that well the night before or the jitters, was there any one fight you can remember you look back where you were the most worried when you were walking in? Um... Uh, you mean walking, like making a walk to the cage? Yeah, or in the cage, like because you hadn't slept the night before, or you were feeling like you were hurt, and somebody did, and people didn't know it. Was it? Was there one fight that you were dreading the most once you got in the cage? Yeah, you know, I, I've had several. You know, I've had so many fights too. So, like, um, when I fought Boy Nelson, he, he just won tough, and uh, I was 22 years old, man. He won tough. He was one of the best guys uh, in the world, knocking guys out left and right, and. Um, I, uh, I got sick the day of the fight. I threw up. We got to the arena, did the warm up, and like I was thinking all sorts of things about changing the game plan. My mind was was messing with me, you know. And then then I finally walk out. We're both in the cage, and uh, Bruce uh, pointed to me to, to announce me, and uh, the lights go off. 
and we're in the cage for like five to ten minutes and they oh. pull us out of the cage and they have to restart the generators and all that oh. stuff waiting backstage and I just wanted to get it over with because right. I got sick and all that stuff and man that was oh, that was something and uh, yeah yeah, well, what I just described, you know, the jitters at night and stuff, I heard it a whole bunch of times. And then um, the, the Mark Hunt fight, um, I was really sick before uh, that fight. We didn't know about my heart condition at that point, so I was sick for about six weeks. But I'm not someone who pull, pulls out a fight easily. Something really needs to happen for me to uh, to pull out a fight. But um, So I was sick, and we, we flew to this gym, and I just couldn't sleep. I slept like two hours a night. And I remember in the hotel they had this carpet uh, in all sorts of weird shapes and all that. And I was looking at it and it started to move and all that stuff. It was it was just awful being there and uh, warming up. My my coach was taping my hands and I almost passed out because I was so tired. And then I had to fight him. Um, I, I got so tired so fast in that fight. Um, that was um, my last fight before I was out for about 20 months. And um, I got so tired and just feeling, you know, the, the, the worst feeling when you're in that octagon is being completely exhausted with nothing left, you know. And, I agree. Um, I, I, I had a really good first round. I almost finished him with ground and pound, and then my body just gave out on me. And I, I held on for, like, almost another two full rounds, and then he landed a shot, which, which broke my jaw and knocked me down. And um, I was I was still good to go. He he only knocked me down. He didn't knock me out. Then, but being so tired and feeling that way, that um, coming back, the first fight I was gonna have after that was gonna be with Matt Mitrione. And it's when I passed out in the locker room because I was uh, on medication that I didn't handle well. Um, man, just dealing with the feeling from the hunt fight and then fighting again, that was something really hard to overcome. You said you got a jaw broke. I've never had my broken jaw, a broken jaw on knock wood. Uh, not being able to breathe through my mouth is a terror for me. Because uh, uh, Jimmy has bad sinuses. I, I, I do. So how did you handle that for what was it like, you know, it's eight weeks or something that you can't open your mouth and eat or, or, or breathe through your mouth? You know, the, the aftermath wasn't as bad, but just um, we were in Japan. He broke my jaw and it was a pretty bad fracture too. So my lower half of my right jaw was on the upper left side and it was like splinters and all sorts of stuff going on in my mouth and was bleeding. It was, it was pretty bad. And um, we had to be in, a, in a, an ambulance for like three hours to get to the hospital. Oof. And the entire time I asked them to give me something for the pain, but they didn't have anything at that point. And oh. they didn't know if they were going to do surgery at that point. Wow. So they couldn't give me anything. And I, w- I was holding like a bucket and I was bleeding in that bucket. And it was just horrible. And, like my my brother and coach were there, luckily, and they were like cracking jokes and all that stuff. And I was just feeling horrible. <laughs> we finally get to the hospital and they start working, you know. And um, then they tell me like we we don't want to do the surgery here. We rather have it um, have that you do it back home in Holland. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you know what? Just you know, give me some before the pain. And uh, they they put some sort of braces on it to like get it straightened out at least. So it wouldn't be as big of a mess as it was. And um, so we fly back to Holland, and we already talked to the surgeon. He was going to do the surgery today. I would come back. And um, so I come to the hospital, and they wait for me at the front door, and they tell me you cannot come to into the hospital because you have to be tested for MRSA um, because we don't know if they have that bacteria in Japan. So we get the test, and um, 
I have to wait at least, you know, another day or two for them to get the result. But every single day they would call me, uh, they, they would tell me, if we don't call you before 12 a.m., so noon, um, we're not going to do the surgery that day. And in the end, I waited for nine days with a broken jaw. Man. Wow. It was, it was horrific. It was the worst thing Jeez. ever. I couldn't, I couldn't, I could barely eat. And not only that, but I just lost one of the biggest fights in my career. Uh, uh, you know, with, with a big knockout while I was on a four or five win streak, and I was still not 100. percent I still had, like the flu in my system and all that. Oh man, it was so so bad. And then they they finally do the surgery, and it's not over yet. I, I wake up and uh, after a while, I, I feel my my tongue, and there's still like a, a piece of bone like sticking out, but like to the the, the side of my my teeth. But the, the surgeon's like, no, nah, the skin is gonna grow over it and all that. And he's like. You sleep over it, and if you still, um, you know, feel like we should take it out, then uh, the next day we'll do that. So, same thing. I tell him in the morning we have to take it out because it's really sharp. So he's like, okay, okay, you just sit up. So he gets a a pair of pliers and he goes in my mouth, man, and he just reaches in, and he yanks it out without anesthetic or anything, and what the fuck? I almost passed out. <laughs> man. What? Well, hey, listen, happier, let, let's talk about some happier things. You know who else almost passed out? Marcus, when you were strangling him over the weekend to end your career. I'm bringing you back to Positiveville because let me, those look, exactly, man, but hey, that was in the past. Those guys in your mouth with pliers pulling your. That's fascinating <laughs> to me, though, just to have to wait nine days with right. a broken jaw. Listen. Oh man, it was horrible. I know. Yeah, I, I got a bunch of good stories, so I know people would like to hear this. Kind of, oh, kind for of sure. Stuff, so, you know, everybody saw the submission, but uh, tomorrow they'll 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 enjoy the story of the broken jaw. So, well, I mean, it's <laughs> let me tell you, it, it does show like your perseverance because this fight Oof. did not start the way you probably wanted it to over the weekend. Nope. Yeah, right? I mean, nope. I you know what I love about you, and, 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 you, and, and you really confirm it in this interview, the way you're being so honest, is your honesty. Because the second, it, a lot of guys, when they get hit, they're like, ah, it's more off balance. You you asked for a oh, man, replay. <laughs> you asked for a replay to see what you got hit with. I thought that was, I thought that was excellent. <laughs> yeah, and then looking, looking, um, looking back from what I remember, I've watched the fight a couple of times now, and like he was like full on in my guard on the ground for uh, a couple seconds when 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 I really uh, recognized you know where I was. Oh so wow! I mean, like a, a good a good five to ten seconds, but it doesn't seem like that because I, I keep going. My body kept going. My brain was uh, was off for a bit, but I just kept going. So I was like, "Oh, well, what are we doing on the ground? We started trying yeah. to feed right, like." So I was just like, you know, getting, um, getting, um, you know, uh, just trying to get my, my my senses back on the ground. Um, he did a good job pushing me up against the fence. And um, for a taller guy, it's really hard to get up uh, against the fence when you when you have someone like that on top of you. And uh, I just did I, I did just enough. Uh, I was looking for butterfly sweeps and all that to keep him busy. Uh, he, he was too strong to pull him out, but he had to keep working the entire time to keep me up against the fence. And uh, he was getting more tired with, with you know, with the sec uh, every second that went by. So I told myself, let him burn out. You don't have to waste a lot of energy to get back up. Just you know, sit sit through this round, and then the second round, 
we're gonna we're, we're gonna get it back. So uh, it's exactly how it went. So uh, yeah, experience came. Um, Came in my luck this time for sure. Well, I'm sorry, Matt. It, it was amazing. When you look at the numbers, it's funny because <laughs> the numbers of strikes is 68 to two. His advantage, of course, uh-huh. uh, significant strikes 25 to nothing. Takedowns, your advantage, one nothing, and that was all it took. Hey, man, that's the beauty yeah. of jujitsu, yeah. man. A guy could be beating the crap yeah. out of you. Not that he was, but a guy could be. You land that submission, that guy's going to sleep. Sure. And then you could do whatever you want yeah. with him. Not to sound crazy. He, he landed some really good shots on the bottom, but most of them, I really control his posture, so he couldn't really land uh, heavy shots. Um, and I was I was relaxed, man. I, I felt good when the round ended. I was completely ready. Uh, even when the round ended, I was ready for round two. You know, I was ready to go. So, and I looked at him, and he was breathing heavy, and I knew he, he, was. he used a ton of energy. He so, I, I was like, I, you know, my... Like, he was tough, man, yeah. and uh, you definitely. You, I mean, if, if, if that's your last fight, Stefan, I mean, that is a fun one though because you had to overcome. Yeah, and it kind of sums you up, you know, where you had to just, you know, uh-huh. it showed a lot of that, just perseverance. You overcame, and uh, you know, two things for Marcus. One is, you know, maybe learn that. Um, uh, you know that choke escape, and two maybe maybe a couple more sit ups. Because right now, Stefan, <laughs> his abs. I'll tell you right now, Stefan. I'm going to be 45. I think my abs look better than Marcus right now. Uh, but he's got a right hand from hell. And congratulations you on your win, Jimmy. Yeah, we, <laughs> I appreciate it. Man. Yeah, you were really fun to watch you fight. And thanks for so many uh, great fights, man. It's really been a pleasure watching you. Yeah, Stefan. It was my pleasure for sure, man. Thank you very much. All right, good luck, man. Nice talking to you. Yes, yeah, all our best, buddy. Right, right, take Bye. care. Bye. I what a Stephens. nice guy! Oh, man. he's a great guy. Oh, yeah, I've, I've never guy. met him. I would love to. I have, get that uh, picture off there. No offense, but I feel like that's the before and after with me and and with dude. Nine <laughs> guy's days. A little chubby. Nine days. I can say it jaw. as a guy who's a former chubby guy. That's a hard. That's a hideous. Story. I, I'm I, nine days with a broken jaw. I that mean, sucks, Jesus. dude. Oh. That really does. And suck. a flight home, you can't eat. No, no. he's no. sick. What, what if he threw up or something? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, and your mouth. That's why I kind of wondered about the broken jaw with being. They give you, I think, I've never had it. They give you bolt cutters. And by the way, if there's no one, nobody wants their jaw broken. But if you had to choose the one person on earth whose fist you would not want breaking your jaw, Mark Hunt is the guy. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like the absolute wrong guy to be standing in front of when you don't feel like fighting or you don't feel uh, like uh, fighting. I'm uh, the jaw's a scary thing. Yeah. That's why I like kind of, not that I like being 5'6". I don't mind it. But, uh, you know, my jaw's kind of hidden. You know, those tall guys. Sure. I broke a jaw before. You did? A friend of mine, yeah. Huh. When you break, I feel bad. I mean, he was upright and I was down low, and he was trying to pepper me, and then I came up, boom, Joe Frazier style, caught him on the jaw with a sixteen ounce gloves. So it's not like we were, and we were headgear. It's not like we weren't being protected. But hey, man, you hit you mouth shut. Look out the top of your eyes, and I got my jaw busted, not broke, but like I told you, to this day. Wow, who did that? That was at the Tough Man contest okay. when I was 18 years old. Mr. T was the referee. I told oh, you about that. Yeah, yeah. At the Palladium here in Manhattan. I was 18. I was part of day in my life. My buddy Jimmy McCluskey told me to stand like sideways so I'm less of a target, and I just went in there. I knocked two guys out, and the last guy gave me a lot of shots, and uh, I made it through, but uh, I had a fucking concussion. I never had a concussion like that. Worst concussion in my life, Jimmy. I felt literally, I felt slow. That's dangerous, more dangerous than any, sure. any MMA. That fighting three times in one night and whatnot, yeah. with that kind of thing, which is punching and there's all heavyweights. Wait, you, 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 your jaw breaks easier with your mouth closed or open? 
I wish open, the, open. Oh, right, closed yeah. it better. That's what I thought. Closed yeah. it better. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, why we guys get tired too. It's yeah, so like it's open, good. Jimmy. Oh, I mean, just look at it. Yeah, that's why I thought. That's oh, why I thought. I thought you said that. Uh, it's not good, man. It's not good. You know what I mean? But uh, hey, man, I'm happy. I'm really happy for Stefan. Yeah, you know? he's he's. Uh, that was a great win, man. Because I, I I thought it was a ten eight round that first that first round. He was and no offense trouble. to Marcus. I thought he, I think he's very tough. And just so you know, I'm not hating on him. What do you think? My old hashtag, Jimmy, was chubby yet dangerous. But I haven't been using that since I've been gluten-free, no, Jimmy. Now you are. Uh, you know? Uh, yes. You, you know, know what I mean? Now you're e- e- EHB. You know? That's right. Hashtag EHB. What do you mean, Jimmy? What are you trying to get at, Jimmy? Don't so fucking bully me. You know what he did before the what show? Is what is that? Is, what does that stand for? Eager House Boy. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I don't like being... You know I don't like being e- the, the Eager House Boy. The Wait, Eager House Boy. I am Kimura Savage. under the table before. Do me a favor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, my wife would laugh at that. I, uh... I, I spilt my delicious nacho cheese protein gluten free chips. They are good. They're very they light. They are good. They're very from light. Quest. Very lovely. You know, I'm going to Quest to even get more weight off. That was a funny. Well, that was cute. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> not wrong right. with that. But anyway, so I made some crumbs. And it's not like there's another side to this desk. So I'm, so, so I'm sweeping them under the table because I don't like looking at it. Sure. I know I'm messy. But why do I have to look at it? So then Chris, the producer's like, oh, that's nice. Sweep it underneath there for me. I feel like I got another wife here when I come here. Yeah. You know? That's I nice. I, I think we're pretty close, too. Well, anyway. Uh, what do we got? News? Yeah, let me. What so, kind of news we got? Tisha Torres, we're going to be talking to in a couple oh, of minutes. Oh, Tisha Torres. She's just running a couple of minutes late, so She's we can actually talk about this. Tisha Torres, what? Uh, so... This past uh, week, Dylan Dennis, one of uh, Conor McGregor's teammates that was involved in the 229, you know, melee, yes. whatever, that Khabib eagled at. Uh, I know, yeah. He got suspended and, and whatever, but that's not the point of the story. But during the hearing or after the hearing, Anthony Marnell, who's the Nevada State Athletic Commission chairman, okay. said that this week, John Jones's drug test results will be released. They'll be released before UFC 235. Right. But he said, we'll be releasing the tests, but we will not do that until sometime very, very close to the night of the fight so if you could stop requesting that data from the executive director it'd be helpful blah 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 why would you wait until very Wait, is very that close? standard or no? No. Well, it's it's John's situation is different you, because you kinda, he's being tested. You by, jumped all, wait, what has this have to do with Dylan Downs? I was just saying that it was at this hearing oh. that he was talking about it. All so right. that's a moot point. I but, just watched footage. You know, I get you know I take the, the Long Island Railroad over sure here you do. after I do some training with some of my black belts. Oh. Like to keep the blade sharp, keep the pounds off. Ow! High five, Jimmy. That slapped me. Uh, um, what was I up to? Oh, so I was. You know, I watch things. I watch, it's a different world now on the sure. train. You don't got to look out there and you know count the stops. I like to daydream out the window. You like to think sure, of how Jimmy? I can help the world. You're a daydream believer. I think of how I can make the world better, but it always ends on me gassing myself in a car. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, no, stop! You get happy thoughts, Jimmy. Happy thoughts. Listen to the song, Sunflower. So, um. Oh, so I was watching Dylan Dallas. Dylan Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Dylan Dallas. Dylan Dennis. Sounds like a fucking uh, comic porn book name. villain. It's like a porn name. It's like, yeah. You see? That's where both our heads are at. You think of a I say, oh, it sounds like a comic book villain. And you're like, oh, like Lex Luthor. You're like, no, it sounds like fucking. Yeah, Lex Luthor sounds like a porn name, too. It yeah. kind of does. Yeah. Right? Put it right in there, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> Put it there, Mr. Luthor. Not on my face, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> ah! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, Otis, right? Yeah, yeah right. he's great. He was Ned, Ned Beatty. Beatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goof. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I was watching him, uh, Dylan and uh, Connor grapple. 
Yeah. They were doing a little jujitsu rolling, and uh, that's good. He's keeping the blade sharp. He's. I, it looks like his head's getting. To, when you have all the money in the world, or what, not that he does, but he has a lot, a lot. You know, what do you do, man? You could either. You could, it's easy to go down a bad path, or you do what you love. Like, why does Dana still? Why is he still the the promoter? Why he doesn't have to be. He can't retire? Sure he could. Of course he could. He this, is he, this is what he does. Yeah. I truly believe, no matter whether I like some of his antics or not, I believe Connor is, is a fighter in a sense that yeah. that's what he likes to do. He was in this game for a reason to begin with. You know, you got to fall in love with the game again, Jimmy. Yeah. You know? Sure. Fall in love with it. You love the comedy game? Um, Sometimes it tries to be crazy. It. Okay. Oh, but yeah, in general, I love it. Yeah, but there's, there's days where I don't, sure. Well, Jimmy, I know that the comedy world and the comedy game Everyone goes through loves their little you. moments where you're, you know, yeah. you're not loving what you do. Sure. Uh, me too, Jimmy. Not really. I'm you're pretty happy. Yeah. I mean, I am. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll have days where happy you stagnate for a little while. I feel like I'm at that point where I stagnate a little bit. It happens. You go yeah. you hit a plateau and then you're like, yeah, fuck it. This is not enough. You jump off that. Hello. Hi, Tisha. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. You're talking to uh, Matt, Sarah, and Jim Norton on Unfiltered. Nice What's to up, talk Tisha? to you. Okay, sounds good. We were just talking about uh, like stagnating or getting like you know like in whatever our profession is, getting to a point where it's kind of hard to be motivated. Have you run into that at all in in your life and what you do? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing martial arts since I was five, so it's just always been a part of my life. But there's definitely been moments where I needed some extra motivation, and I think. Uh, Coming off two losses, that's enough motivation for me to get in there and want that W really bad this Saturday. Yeah, how, how do you do that? Like, you know, you come off that second loss. What, what do you say to yourself to kind of give yourself? I mean, they were bo- obviously both decisions uh, and both mm-hmm. two extremely good fighters. Uh, so what, mm-hmm. do you, what do you say to yourself after that to kind of get yourself confident again? Well, yeah, after those two fights, I mean, nothing happened to me or my opponent in both those fights. They were just... You know, fight. Sure. <laughs> but uh, now that I've faced basically the top three in, in my division and seeing that, you know, it was basically a, a, a coin toss in terms of, like, me being able to go in there again and changing some things and being able to get a win. So I'm, I'm still very close to the top, and yep. I believe I am, you know, one of the best in the world. It just uh, takes a little bit more, I think, uh, confidence and a little bit uh, of different decisions when I'm in the fight. And are you, uh, we had uh, Anthony Smith on the last pod, as well as Kamara Usman. We were talking to those guys about watching tape. Now, have you watched a, a, a lot of Wiley Zhang's uh, fights? Or Anthony Smith said he doesn't watch much, and Usman seems to like to watch a lot. W- what school are you from? Uh, when I first got in the UFC and I was an amateur and an Invicta, I used to watch a lot. But honestly, I, I don't watch a lot anymore. Um, I watched a highlight reel that my coach made of her. Uh, in the beginning of fight camp, and honestly, last night was the second time I've ever watched it. But besides that, I really haven't watched much on her. I, I kind of try to focus on myself and knowing that my opponent can change her her ways at any t- you know time. Just because she fought the girl the last way she did doesn't mean she's going to do that with me. But um, I have watched video on her, just not excessive. Are you are you afraid that like or concerned that you'll start looking for things that aren't there? Or they'll move a certain way and you'll expect something just because you've seen it on a tape, but it's not the reality of what's happening in the fight. No, not at all. It's just that, like, anything can happen in a fight. You know, she can watch a million videos on me, but when I go on there Saturday night, it's what happens during the fight that's going to change my mind and what I want to do. She's got a lot of hype behind her, you know, with her record. Now she's 2-0 and in the UFC. Her last fight, she looked, she looked really dangerous, but... But Tisha Torres has she? She's never fought anybody. She has she fought anybody on your caliber? I'm gonna say no. 
Tisha. I listen, yeah. I might be a little biased because me and you are both short people and we're dangerous. So I, I, I you know, I kind of, you know, let's know. She's, well, she's, I'm short, but not dangerous. <laughs> but no, I, I feel that this is a huge test for her. And I think the experience is going to really be the factor in this fight. Yeah, I know she has a lot of fights, even more than I do, actually. But um, in terms of experience in the UFC and on a high stage and fighting high-caliber girls, no, I don't think she has that. And I do believe I'll be her toughest test to date. Um, With that said, I think that she presents a challenge as well, you know, because I don't know much about her, and she is coming uh, all the way from a different country to fight me. But uh, I think it's going to be exciting, you know, and I think uh, for me this is a good fight to get back in the win column because she has that hype behind her. And there was a lot of, um, you know, you're know, you engaged to Raquel Pennington and you were in her, I guess I believe, her corner when she fought Amanda. And there was a lot of talk after that about how Raquel didn't want to fight and the coach kind of, you know, uh, kept her going. And people said that's sometimes how your coach will just communicate with you. Can you clear that? How, how did... How was that when she said she kind of wasn't feeling going forward? And and can you kind of run us through that? Yeah, I mean, it was a decision that our coaches made at at that time, and I I agreed with them. Um, You know, you don't get a title shot uh, very often, and uh, Raquel had already gone the four rounds with her and going into that fifth. um, I mean, it ended up getting stopped, you know, or whatnot. But um, I, I think she had it in her, and it was just some things that, uh, I think she lacks, but going forward, I think that you know she presents the best test to to fight Amanda. Amanda being one of my you know best friends, right. but uh, at the end of the day, it is a business. I think that Raquel will come back off of her losses, and uh, she'll be able to make it to that title shot again. And I think Amanda will still be the one you know with that belt when that day comes. With that, with that fight, there was there because because up until that that fifth round when it got stopped, it wasn't going her way. Like she hasn't, she didn't really Mm -hmm. win a round if I remember correctly. So, you know, it like, like saying that she'd be the best test. Like, is there something like, all right, we watched tape of the fight. This was way off. This was, did you see major like things that you could improve on with Raquel to, to be able to challenge Amanda again? Yeah, um, well, one thing, Raquel, I, we did, I think she went back in too quickly after her, you know, she had just broke her leg in November, <clears throat> and she was fighting in May, so I think it was just too quick, her, like, I mean, Amanda has amazing leg kicks, so for someone who has a 100% leg, like, it's hard for that, I mean, look at Cyborg, the first leg kick she took, like, almost took her out right there, you know, it was very, you could see it, so for someone who just had, you know, broken their leg, like not even six months prior or six months prior, whatever it was, uh, that was a lot to take. So I think uh, once Raquel gets back, uh, once her leg is fully healed, and I think it's probably about this time, so later this year when she begins to fight again, I think things will be a little bit different. But I just I say she's the toughest test in terms of, like, she lasted the longest. Like, I mean, all the other girls, she takes them out in the first round. (laughs) Were you were you surprised? I had Amanda picked against uh, Cyborg. I mean, I didn't see it being a, a devastating knockout in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you see that fight going? Were you surprised that she took her out so quickly? I 100% knew that Amanda was going to go in there and, and with all the capability of beating uh, Cyborg. Did I know it was going to be that quick in 51 seconds? No. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't surprised by it. Like I said, uh, Amanda, I've trained with her for a very long time now, and I've watched her, you know, take dudes off the mat with her like kicks and her power and stuff so uh i know like i've seen it from my own eyes 
So I, I was definitely very happy that she won. And, and, yeah, I was a little bit surprised it was that quick because just the hype behind Cyborg, oh, she's so strong, blah, blah, blah. But I knew it was 100% certainty that Amanda could go in there and be able to want, be able to be the woman who could beat Cyborg. Why do you think that she's been, I mean, not, not overlooked by you know, MMA fans who, who know. I mean, I mean, she beat some of the best fighters in the world. She beat uh, uh, Ronda uh, pretty ferociously. She beat Cyborg ferociously. I mean, she's, she's beaten some incredible fighters, and people kind of look past her uh, when they're talking about fight. What do you think that is? Is it because she's uh, humble and she doesn't say a lot of crazy things in the press? Um, it could be that, and then unfortunately it could be a little bit of things about marketing and stuff. Um, she isn't the girl next door type of girl, you know? Right. She... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to say it better than, like, she comes, you know, the LBTQ community. So she's not, doesn't have the men, like, gawking over her and stuff like that. I don't right. know if that has a little bit to do with it. But, I mean, like, look at Paige Zant. Unfortunately, I'm bringing her up just because, like, she's, I'm, I don't think that she's one of the best. Right. Uh, I think she's a, a, a good fighter, but not necessarily one of the best. And I don't see her being a champion on any weight class. But she gets all this press and hype because she has the beauty and the use behind her, which is awesome. Like, good for her. I'm not going to knock her down or anything. Sure. But, like, look at Amanda. Amanda is freaking, I think, you know, like the best female fighter out yeah. there. And she doesn't get nearly as much press as compared to Paige. And I only bring her up just because that's, like, a, a good, I guess, like, versus type of counterpoint or something like that. Well, yeah, you're not shitting again, on Paige. Not, not, yeah. not knocking Paige down because, like, if I had that shit, go girl, get get your money, get like do your thing. You only live once, but I'm just saying, like in terms of being able to compare somebody to some to Amanda. And it's a weird thing with that too, because <clears throat> excuse me, is because Paige, it's not like pa- Paige's like fault for how she looks either, and she's a tough girl. Yeah, so, yeah. So you know what I mean. So like, if this gets, and by the way, I think everybody's beautiful, even Jimmy. Thank you very much. Okay, I just want to put Appreciate that out no, there. No, I- <laughs> I, no, I believe that Amanda is beautiful. I'm just saying yeah. in terms of no. what people might see as, like, when Ronda was champion, she 100%. got a lot of press like that. But but then she did devastating things. She did yeah. kind of what Amanda is doing now, like taking these girls out in the first round. But she also had the judo championship background. And then she, she is, like, I don't say, I'm not going to say Ronda's the girl next door, but she's blonde and she's pretty and she's, yeah. you know, heterosexual. So I, I, it just does different things that could be the reason why Amanda doesn't get as much press. Uh, you think and plus Amanda, yeah, is humble. She doesn't talk shit about people. Yeah, yeah and you think being uh, being gay might, not, not, it doesn't hurt you, but less people are likely to have that thing that makes them want to watch somebody of the opposite sex fight because it's just where you are in life. Yeah, like, or if you have, or if you're like, even with, like, if I bring Paige, even Paige, like, now she's married and stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure there's certain things that she may have lost since doing that because she, like when you're single and you're a pretty girl, like people think they have the opportunity to still be next to you or whatever, and it's appealing. But then when somebody gets married or has a partner, I feel like things change a little bit. Do you? Do I don't know. That's just my opinion. And have you noticed? I mean, do gay fighters get this? I'm sure they get the support of the uh, of, of of the LGBT community, but is it as vocal as you would like? No, and it's like for me, like I always dated guys before Raquel, and then I started dating Raquel, and like people now, people just say, "Oh, you're a lesbian." So bad that you're not for our team. But it's not that I'm a lesbian. It's just I I like Raquel for Raquel, and I felt right. for a woman. Like I, for me, I don't like labels and stuff like that. So it's just like whoever when you connect with somebody, you connect with somebody, and that's who I just ended up connecting with. Were you friends first, and all of a sudden one time you like how how did that happen? You were you, you were friends, and then you realized like, wow, I really love this person. 
Yeah. Um, well, we met when I made my pro debut at Invicta in 2012, and then we were just friends over the years. And then in 16, we had an event together in the UFC. And yeah, that weekend, I just looked at her differently, and we began, you know, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Sure. Then from there. That's cute. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. I mean, uh, it's not the experience I have with Matt Sarah. I was going to say, Jimmy, I love you, but as a friend. Yeah. I'm a husband and a father. I understand. And, I, and, and a happy one. Thank you. So, uh, so you haven't watched a whole lot of uh, Wiley's fights, but obviously you feel ready for Are you surprised they have her ranked? Uh, she's in the top 15 after only a couple of fights. I, I honestly didn't know that. You're the first person to tell me that. <laughs> what is she, 15 then? Yeah. 14? Chris, why are you oh, shaking your head? Awesome. good. No, no, she's. I don't Good think for her, she, but I didn't. I didn't know that. Well, I'll tell you what she is. She's in trouble, is what she is, Tisha. I'm on <laughs> Tisha's side with this fight. I'm. I'm saying well, it right now. You. I appreciate. We didn't that. do our picks yet, her. Jimmy. Yes. Uh-huh. And Jimmy, don't do your pick now if it's going to be awkward. I apologize, right Tisha. Now. Chris was shaking no, yeah, his head. I want to apologize to Jimmy, actually, because Mackenzie <laughs> Dern, who just announced she's pregnant, pregnant by the way, she yeah. came out of the ranking, so Wiley jumped in at number 15. Yeah, I just so saw that. And Chris is, like, I'm asking you about her being ranked, and Chris is looking at me like I just said, so what are your plans against fighting in Ghana? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to it. I, am I too. think that uh, Tisha is going to be just too much for, you know, it's going to be a good learning experience for Wiley. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes oh, thank winning. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, and again, yeah, you coming off two losses. I always think somebody coming off loss. Look, people can lose three, but I think anyone coming off two losses is very yeah. dangerous. Well, and let's just point out before that she was on a three fight win streak. Absolutely. You know, I like to point out the positive. Hey, Tisha, did you ever hear the song <laughs> "Sunflower" by Post Malone? No, I haven't. I want that you to play it. I want happy. you listen. Don't don't say that, Jimmy. I'm sure she doesn't like Ozzy Osbourne. I bet but she listen, does. Listen, Tisha, when we hang up. Get when you if you're driving to the gym with Raquel. Listen, it's gonna change your life. Play Sunflower. I have no I have no horse in this race. <laughs> it's just such a fun song. All right. Okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Sunflower. Uh, I'm at the hotel right now, so I'm gonna play it in my in my hotel room. But uh, Sunflower is my favorite flower, so uh, I hope this it's is good. gonna this is this is this is meant to be. Uh, She's gonna maybe. love it. I, play play the video. It's from the Spider Verse, the the movie. All right, now All right, Matt's giving you a lot of homework. Hey, get a 3D headset. And, uh, <laughs> All right, let's, let's let her go. All right, yeah. it was good talking to you, Tisha. Good good luck against Wiley Zhang. Uh, you're on the main card, of course, of 235. By the way, this is what a great card you're on. You must be oh, psyched. Yeah. This is one of the best cars the UFC has ever put together. It is. Yeah, I, actually, when they called me, because we were supposed to do like a media face-off about a month ago. Unfortunately, she couldn't make it. But uh, they said they told me that I was on the main card, and I was like, "Really? I thought I'd be like one of the first two fights." I was ready to go in there, get it done, and watch the rest of the fights. But uh, so I was, I was um, surprised to hear that I was on the, the main card because it is a stacked card. Yeah, well, you'll still be able to watch at least at least four of the fights after, um, and and it is great. Uh, now, and again, I'll ask you because I've asked every fighter this in the last week for some reason. Do you prefer when you're getting ready to fight to uh, have everything before you over quickly? Or do you like when things kind of go in three and four rounds or five rounds, whatever it is, so you can kind of get, uh, get your head together and, and wait before you go out? No, I'd rather it be quick so I can yeah. get done, go and eat, and just relax. <laughs> that's, my, that's great because all the fighters have been answering the same way. Like, yeah, I kind of want to get it done so I can't and then just do shit after. Just kind of get it done yeah. and then move forward with your night. Uh-huh, exactly. At this point, by the time that you're at the end of camp, you just want to fight. <laughs> All right, well, good luck, Tisha. It was great talking to you. Yeah, Tisha. Thank you, guys. All right, you have talk- a good one. All right, good care. luck. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. I think she's going to love that song. I'm telling you right now. I think she's going to love that do you, song. Do you, have, you don't have some kind of secret deal here with Post Malone? What's going Let on? me tell you something, man. It's Spider-verse. almost like, do I have a, uh, any... I should come out with some cauliflower pizza. 
Yeah, did I tell you about when I was telling Dana idea. about it? Did I already tell you about that yeah. shit? Oh, I did? All right. Did I tell you that, Jimmy? No, what? Yeah, it's not that funny. He's, well, he's like, cr- my, my chef, Robert. Will well, yeah, because I'm telling him, because I, I get some from Stu Leonard's. So, you know, I talk to Dana like a regular dude. He's my buddy. I forget that he's a fucking multi yeah. So I'm going, I go, Dana, I go, I, go, I see him on Phoenix. I go, the the the, the gluten free uh, the the um the cauliflower pizza. I go. Do you have that uh, Stu Leonard's near you? Uh, you know, I'm trying to tell him about the fucking place. Right? He goes, Ah, man, I got a personal chef, man. I don't, you know, he doesn't need that. <laughs> the guy doesn't need to go to fucking Stu Leonard's like a schlub like me. Well, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with suggesting to a billionaire that he swing by Jersey Mike's? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. Let's do our picks. Well, do we have any news? Hold what? on, what? I'll tell you some news. Daddy has to tinkle. Oh, pee break! <laughs> what up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. All right, we are back. Oh, sorry. That Hold was on. great. Chris wanted to get to something. What, Chris? What did you want to the finish producer? talking about, Chris? You are kind of the boss. Longo, that <laughs> Longo is such a hack. He keeps doing that on his fucking podcast. Well, he can, he can no, borrow No, it's pathetic. As long as he gives us credit. I he like Ray. He, and he said, oh, Chris, the producer. And I'm like, Longo, you're better than that. Best co- One of the best coaches on, the, on planet Earth. Sure he is. Sure and he's got to fucking be a hack. Oh, he just likes to borrow. That's okay. But don't borrow. He's hey, not you borrowed his. You borrowed his techniques. But his. What are you fucking talking? Sure. About? Right. He's taught you techniques. Yeah. You borrowed them. Borrowed. Sure. Taught you how Training. to throw punches. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How to duck. All right. Listen. <laughs> I'm gonna let's lay off long though. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, are we doing? Pit? What do you want to get back to? Yeah, well, just before we started talking to Tisha, I, I brought up the thing about Anthony Marnell. Of, what are you and, doing, uh, man? Fucking okay, Jimmy, what? 
What am I doing? I'm listening Sorry. to my man. Yeah, okay. okay. uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission. He said, we'll be releasing the John Jones tests, but we will not do that until sometime very, very close to the night of the fight, which is weird to me. I don't understand why they'd be making that decision to wait until very, very close to fight night. Not that anything's going to be wrong with the sure. test. I have no idea. But like, if there was, if there was something where they were like, we're going to revoke his license, they would have to. Why say wouldn't they say it earlier so you'd have time to replace John? Yeah, like if they caught him smoking pot or doing drugs or something, something like that. Anything like some like people that. do. Right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be alone. No, no. Jimmy's afraid of the unknown. So, I'm mixing up the words. Okay. Just That's the true. fuck around, because we like to have a good time on UFC Unfiltered. All right. I don't know why they're not released that. That's a good question. I don't know why either, man. Right. Maybe, maybe some people like a surprise. <laughs> well, All right. I, but he's also surprise, being surprised. You're buying the pay per view. We need a new main event. And I'm only kidding. Well, Listen. no, but you know what I mean. But that's the thing. It's like, aren't they setting themselves up to put them to be in well, that position if on. they're not? Is John and Dana being made aware of the results? But maybe the public isn't. I don't know. Well, here's the other thing. So John's being tested by USADA and VADA, which is the voluntary program, and Nevada State Athletic Commission. So obviously USADA and VADA haven't said anything. So it seems like everything's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he is too. I don't mean to like put down on it. It's just interesting that they would the make guy a made that. to say that they're going to wait until the last minute, essentially. Maybe they just. I, I, I can't. I don't have an answer. I don't for know. That. Yeah. Okay, let's get some other. Just do some more. Did news. anybody ask him why he said that? Uh, I, I mean, I just saw it in an article. I mean, I'm sure somebody tried to ask, yeah. but it's a hearing, so that you can't really. Hey. You know, they just say stuff, and you can't really. Oh, you okay, know. Yeah, yeah, sure. What else we got? You some know what I mean? Fights. I don't want to think positive. I don't even want to talk about no, that no, no, shit. No, no, no. The fight. It's, uh, that fight's going on, and I'm really excited. I'm excited. I'm, listen, I do like both. I like John Jones. I do. We had him in here. I love. I John. like John a lot, man. I don't mind a dude I with like some John demons. Because he likes I don't me. mind a dude with some demons, man. Yeah. You know. Sure. Life's not easy, Jimmy. I understand dick pills. Le- you do, <laughs> Jimmy. Live on you them. and me both, Jimmy. I love the fucking party. I love the party, Jimmy. You don't take them before you me, roll, do you? No, fuck no. All right, no. <laughs> but let me tell you something. You break man. off like a kickstand. <laughs> let me tell you something. My wife's in trouble tonight, Jimmy. Why? Why? Because I'm coming in hot. Oh boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jimmy. I and know. I'm not quiet. You're not. I'm loud. I'm quiet. I, I could literally fuck when, uh, under this table and you wouldn't hear no, me. No, no. When, 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 uh, when it's time for you to release, are you a very, are you, how, how does it sound? Like very low. Now, don't do the exact thing, but is it, is it loud or is it just like, eh, you'll be crying like no bitch. No, when no. When what I'm, do you do? When I'm ready to come, I just go, uh-huh, get your shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Jimmy, don't. The visual there is just yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, get, your, get your clothes on. You got time to leave. I just get ridiculously <laughs> happy. Oh, it's nice hanging out with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, you wanna, um, I want to do picks. The fights, what about some, what about no more news? We, what, what was that? Jim? Have we mentioned the fights that have been announced? Uh, Maybe we did. Yeah, we talk. I mean, we can talk about some of that or whatever. We can wait till Monday. Well, wait till Monday. It's fine. Yeah. I know. I want to do my picks. Yeah, let's do the picks. Okay. Uh, uh, first fight up. So, by the way, UFC 235, Jones versus Smith, this Saturday, March the 2nd, yes. from Las Vegas, Nevada. The UFC Fight Pass prelims start at 6.15 p.m. They were supposed to start at 6, but Marlon Vera is ill, so he's not going to fight Frankie Sides this weekend. Uh, ESPN prelims are on at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the main card, of course, is on pay-per-view, 10 p.m., Eastern time. This is an incredible paper. Unbelievable. Get this one. Um, and obviously, they, they you know, uh, I mean, I mean, Serkinov... Against Johnny Walker 
is on the fucking prelims leading wow. up to the main car. Holy. Yeah. And Johnny Walker just fought. Who's he replacing? He's stepping in for OSP. OSP, I, oh, I, yeah. Of course, I right, like so Johnny Walker. I do, too. He's a wild man. Our pal Mickey Gall is fighting Diego Sanchez. Holy uh, shit, man. Cody Stamen against Alejandro Pred. I mean, this well, is Diego amazing Sanchez prelim. versus Mickey Gall is a, great. is a really good fight. Because it's guys that worked on their striking. And I want to see what Mickey Gall's doing um, with his striking. Who the voice? Yeah, great. Joe Schilling. Yes, Joe Schilling. Yep. He caught me looking up in the air, thinking about the guy I wanted to bring up. Yeah, he was been working with Joe Schilling, and uh, you know, I, I believe that we haven't even seen what he could do up there, and maybe he'll want to work it out, try to work that work some of that with uh, Diego. You know, because they're similar fighters in the sense that they're really jujitsu based. You know what I mean? They're they're best at like strangling people, but. You know, Mickey's still a young guy yep. learning some new stuff, and Diego's got a world of experience. He looked great in his last fight. Sometimes you think Diego's, Diego's starting to get out of the game. Next thing you know, he gets, a, gets off a big win. He's right. fought it every way. And uses wrestling. That's yeah. how so he won his last fight. I like, I like Diego a lot. I like guys that are a little odd, you yeah. know, that could be a little different. Yeah. You know, because you know I'm, you know, I grew up on the X-Men, and they were mutants. That's right. You know? So I'm okay with people being, I don't, Jimmy, I consider you one of my closest friends. Is Thank it weird you. I'm holding your shoulder? No, not at all. Can I keep it the fact that I... you're holding both of them and guiding to my knees is uncomfortable. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't judge people. I'm not even good. I'm lost now. Yes. Hold my shoulder. Just don't uh, get behind me. <laughs> can I just, Jimmy, can I just say, you know, there's been news out what, what went down with Matt Hughes. You oh, yeah. The uh, domestic yeah. violence where the restraining orders from his brother. Because the producer's afraid to bring it up. Why? No, it's no, a thing no, that look happened. Look at him. Look at him. It's so annoying. Look at him. Matt, no. You know what? Bullshit. Because before the show, Matt. Matt goes, are we gonna are we gonna talk about the Matt Hughes? Yeah, you talk about well, whatever you not. want. Well, then why are you going to write the picks? It's, it's not, a hot topic. You, I actually you didn't think it was it. But yeah, you know? against his uh, brother uh, uh, over a tractor or something, no, and, and, the, and the wife. If you read the th you read the thing, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's disturbing. I anytime when there's like like there's kids involved and stuff, I just feel bad for the whole situation. It's a horrible situation. It's a horrible situation. He obviously needs some help, but you know, is this? Uh, due to the injuries, or I, is it, this? Uh, it maybe not. It seems though. to have hey. happened after. Didn't it happen well, like the hey. first one? They said was after the truck in 2017. She wouldn't let him drive or something, or she took his keys because she said the the accident had fucked him up. So I'm wondering, this might be some kind of a fucking right. A, a well, and, that, and that's the, that's the report from from TMZ where they're saying, and allegedly again, it's yeah. you know, but the documents have been filed. Um, but yes, allegedly it was she wouldn't allow him to. She would like not let him drive the truck, or or he has yeah. a gun safe and stuff like that. So she didn't. Wouldn't she was trying to prevent him from doing that, and allegedly, you know, yeah. a domestic violence. Yeah, but that's that, that could be a brain injury, man, from that accident. Because that really, those things can it fuck you could up. Could be, or or you you you're no longer able to disguise who you are. Hey, I'm I'm calling it how I see it. I I hope best for. I wish the best for his family because I know his kids involved. Yeah, you know. But all I know. For a year, for when I had my beef with him, and can I just tell you that? And I didn't. I never brought this up before that I seen him and I tried to since this accident when I was. Uh, it was the week of my the Hall of Fame thing, and I yes. tried to say, I tried to, hey man, like I tried to come up to the guy, and that guy just fucking totally blew me off. What just, did he say? Really, not much. Like Dan, I'm friends with Dan Lambert, the guy who owns the the um, American Top Team. I like Dan. Dan's a Paul Breaker. He's friends with Dean, and so he was with he, and Dan Lambert and Matt. He was a close. 
So he was with him, and I haven't seen him since the accident. And I didn't wish that on anybody. Of course. You know? And he's got a family. So I seen him, and I was actually happy to see him in the sense where I know we had a lot of stuff going on, sure. but the guy's up walking around. It's a big thing, you know? So I seen him, and I went, I went up to him, like, hey, man, you know, I thought that's the right thing to do, you know? Hey, sure, of course. I'm happy to see you up and around. He fucking, he gave me a half a handshake and just fucking shuffled off the fucking. Yeah, but maybe. Nah, no, nah, dude. I seen the look in his eyes, you know what I mean? And for years, the dudes, I mean, I don't, I listen, I wish the guy the best. I just hope he gets his brains right and whatever. But, you know, I'm not holding that against right. him. But for years, not for years, whatever it was, I was the, I'm, I'm, me. I'm the bad role model, huh? All right. Let's get to something else, people, positive. <laughs> Fuck that. All right. Hope I wish, wish the best for his family. Let's get to uh, some some news. All right. Oh, we can, go, we can go into our picks. I mean, we. we yes, we that was those. the news. Yeah. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows in here. A lot of times it is. It's never sunshine and rainbows. Sun, Why not? Sunflowers. Dude, let me tell you something. I think it would love would be too much. No, no. no. I can't sing that? No. Sure that part? Can't. Well, I don't think it's not a big verse. What are they going to do? Sue us? William Morris. Bring it on. <laughs> UFC has money. WME will oh, handle it. They Come got on. I'm only fucking around. All right. Plugging that song a lot, man. Cody Garbrandt, Pedro Munoz. Oh, by the way, Jeremy Stevens to beat Magomed Shribov is the fucking main event of that. We didn't mention that. Yeah, that's and the ESPN Jeremy called in and event. seems very, very ready. An incredible fight uh, leading into this incredible pay-per-view. Um, We're not picking that fight? Nope. Well, you, you know what? We can do a <laughs> we bonus. Can. We can One, do a bonus You know what? Pick? Let's sure. do a bonus pick. I'm doing a bonus pick. Now, it's a little weird because I'm buddies with Mark Henry, Frankie Edgar, you know, I love yep. those guys. I really love Jimmy. But besides Jimmy, I really love Ricardo Almeida. That dude is my buddy. Sure. I mean, he's literally, I consider the guy family. That guy needs me anywhere, anytime. I'm a phone call away. He knows that. Um, and they train beat. But I'm going with Jeremy Stevens. I okay. said it. Okay. Hey, listen. I'm sorry, Ricardo. I'm sorry. I'm going to buy you a coconut water. My bad. But <laughs> this is the deal. Jeremy Stevens, that mother, that dude is a throwback. Yes, he is. You know, he's got grit. He's tough as f. Nice language. I'm sorry, Jimmy. And your know, kids could be listening. <laughs> they better not be. But you know, I think that this is going to be the toughest fight. This is the beat takes out um, uh, Jeremy. Then a. Listen, he's he's officially, hey man, this guy has arrived here, and he knows that. Yep. Remember his fight with Kyle? Yep. Yeah. Kyle. Oh, Kyle Bakniak. Yeah. Of course, Kyle Bakniak. Yeah. Kyle Bakniak biting his mouthpiece. You see, that fight ended almost like like how uh, Ray Janelle ended with um, what do you call it? Except he took a couple more punches. He was Kevin just, Lee, yeah, for sure. If that went into yeah, a Kevin fourth Lee. round, I think uh, you would have seen it. It would have been a, an interesting fourth round. St starting, he was starting to. He wasn't hurting that kid. That kid went out of there yeah, going forward. Care. Yep. Jeremy Stevens, uh, he doesn't go backwards too much. You know what I mean? No. I'm taking Jeremy Stevens. I am taking. How, well, how do you think? What? He's going to do it. Second round knockout, man. Shit. Magomed Sharipov. Yep. Second round submission. I think his power will be too much. You might be right. I like um, Jeremy. It, def it definitely could be, and you've, you've almost convinced me. I, I agree that Jeremy, similar fighter to Kyle Bachnick. Obviously, Jeremy's been around a lot longer than Kyle, and he has a ton of power. He could finish Zabit. I think Zabit uh, is able to mix up a lot of different things. I think he'll be able to stay away from Jeremy long enough 
And maybe if it goes to the ground, I think Zabit has the advantage there. So I'm going to go with Zabit by decision. But that could be a fight of the night. That's an awesome fight. I'm really looking forward to that. All right. I enjoy this job, Jimmy. <clears throat> Do you? Oh, I love it. It's a you funny. A, you, look, Jimmy, can I say your question? Sure. I'm almost out of here. We're going to be done. Yeah, soon. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> On the, you have a you have a early. I get up. What time? I you get, get up, up at morning? six. You get up. At, uh, all right. Well, I get up at like seven thirty. Okay. okay. You go to bed late. Last night I was I was up till one. Oh man, that's not good. Yeah, that's not. Enough. I go to bed earlier than that too. Oh my god, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So well, all right. So after your morning show with with with, with uh, uh, Sam, Sam Roberts. Yes. That's that's a four hour show. Three right? hours. Way off. Or four. <laughs> what is it? A seven to ten. And then from 10 to 11, we have the channel so we can stay live. We had Kelsey Grammer and recently we'll stay uh, a little bit late. Or we could just replay our first hour if we don't have a guest. We do what we want. So, but I mean, that's not, I mean, and then. I go do to you the have gym. A, do you ever, sorry, now you got to get on the train. You got to come down here, hang out with myself and Chris the producer. No, I go to the gym. Oh, you go to the on gym. On Mondays, I go to the gym. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I go to the gym right after work. I Busy go. little bird. 10.30 to uh, 11.30. And then you make your way over here. Yeah. I came in today. You were, I mean, now you're energized, but you look a little tuckered. Now, I, I, I mean, took a nap, yeah. I mean, do you... I, I mean, have the Chip podcast you, tonight. Don't break. Um, podcast. Podcast. Guys, yeah. guys, 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 guys. Don't get off the subject, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, my point is, I look forward to hanging out in here. I do. Don't tell this to the... I hope the big wigs don't nah. hear this, because I, 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 I need to get a raise. But that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. You, you, what? <laughs> not, what? Nothing. Never mind. So, Jimmy... Yeah. I look forward to this. I enjoy it. And the people know. They yes. hear it. They they like hearing about me versus Duke of Prunes in Standout Battle Royale. They like it. They like that I like Sunflower. And they love that I love you, Jimmy. Back to the picks. Now, Cody Garban, Pedro Munoz. What did Pedro do his last two fights? We know what Cody did. Uh, Pedro is on a two-fight win streak. He's an interesting fight. He's won six of his last seven. But he's, he beat Brett Johns by unanimous decision. The Pikey. We know he's a very tough guy, Ooh. and then he finished Brian wow. Caraway halfway through the first round in his last fight. I'm this just... is a t- this is a, listen. I just watched Pedro uh, Munoz versus um, Jimmy Rivera. I watched that leading up to Aljo's yeah, fight, which a was lot. a split decision loss for Munoz. Yeah, but he would dude talk about a game guy with yes. a chit, and he's got a chin. This is a kudos to the matchmakers. The matchmaker is that that's Sean Shelby. Shelby, yeah, Shelby, uh, Shelby. Or, Mc, or McMaynard. I don't know. Who, I forget but, yeah. which one. I don't Sean know Shelby. I met him once. He hated me. Who did? Sean Shelby. I like Sean Shelby. I do too. He's, he's a dude. Brilliant. He's a good dude. He's actually hated a good me. dude. Um, what? What? Happened? I don't know. I just talk, you talk to someone, you know they hate you. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's actually funny. But uh, I like I like Sean Shelby a lot. But this is a great fight put together. I'm going with Cody Garbrandt. I think this is a man on a mission mm-hmm. from a little bit of his Instagram things and this and that. I think this. I think he's like, hey man. I'm getting back on this horse. I got my little young family, my little son looking up to me. I gotta, I gotta make, I gotta make an example of somebody. Unfortunately for Pedro, it's Pedro. But guess what? Guess who didn't get that memo, guys? Get I, Pedro, guess who didn't? Pedro was not given that memo. No, I was, I was building it up more. Who did yes, you get the memo? No, I'm oh. well, it's memo. It is Pedro. Oh, okay. It's just anticlimactic now because I was really guessing on Pedro. Oh God, I want to. Well, cut that nah, out. Forget it. But listen to me. I'm back. Pedro is Pedro knows he takes out Cody Garbrandt. Right. What is Pedro ranked? He's number eight. Well, he know what he's saying right. Know what he's saying to all his buddies. He's going not for long. That's right. And tell me about his last two fights. Pedro. Yes. Uh, two in a row. United decision win over Brett Johns, and then he just finished. Um, uh, I can't think of his name. Isn't it kind of odd? 
that they Brian do this. Caraway. They do this nowadays where they didn't do this back in the day. What? They usually match up guys that are both coming off a loss. Now they don't do that so much. I've seen more and more where they're not doing that. Right. That used to be like like almost like a unwritten thing where they just had that done. Sure. But Hey man, too many interesting fights. Um, I think this is a I, dude. I can't wait. I cannot wait for this car, Jimmy. Yeah, I can't either. And uh, this is a great way to start yeah. it. Um, so I'm going to take Cody God, by take? decision. Cody by decision. It is good. You know what? But Pedro, Jimmy hurt him, but he had great recovery. But yeah. The thing is, he actually stayed like in harm's way, but he he ended up weathering it. I think he's going to stick around a little too long, and I and I think that. Uh, the second round, I think Cody's going to find his mark. And I think I say Cody by sto- uh, stoppage by strikes. Yep. Um, I'm going to take Cody by decision. I, I agree. I think he's going to use his movement the way he did against Cruz. Because uh, Pedro, like you're saying, is a dangerous guy. He'll come at you. If it goes to the ground, I think Pedro has an advantage there. But I don't think it's going to get there. <laughs> Cody's going to go, come at me, bro. Come at me. You know what's interesting about this card, too? you got a lot of people, a uh, lot of big-name fighters, highly-ranked fighters, fighting guys a little bit lower. But people mm-hmm. that are... Looking to to, sure, to move, move up. up, which is nice. Those are always fun, yeah. You know, fun matchups. Tish Torres against uh, Wiley Zhang. Yep. And Zhang or Zhang? Zhang. Zhang. Oh, Zhang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, very interesting. Number seven against number fifteen. Yep. I'm going to take uh, Zhang. Oh, bad boy! By a third round TKO. <laughs> we just bonded with Tisha. I like Tisha. It's not a do Tisha. I think she's great. <sighs> But I mean, I just saw Zhang on the floor is so nasty, and she has nasty and elbows nasty on the floor. Jessica Aguilar, yeah. yeah, really yeah. fucking nasty. And and so is Tisha. But I, I'm taking Zhang by a, a third round. Yeah, Wiley's TKO. a finisher. She's finished 16 yeah. of her 18 wins. Yeah. Well, Tisha's a grinder. She's a black belt in yeah, karate, black belt in Taekwondo, blue belt in BJJ, which in MMA she uses it well. She can shut down. She shuts down people. I'm telling you. I'm saying Tisha Torres by decision. Put me on the record for saying that. I'm with you, teacher. Wiley, I like you. I think you're dangerous. You'll have your day. But unfortunately, March 2nd will be for Tisha Torres. That will be her day. You understand? Yes, of course. Thank you. What's next? We uh, can't see it because you didn't scroll up. Well, because I'm going to make my pick and then we'll... Oh! Oh, to fuck. Ooh! Excuse me. Put the sword away. Um... Jimmy, I'm sorry. This is what th- this whole card is almost impossible to. P- I mean, it's very difficult. Very close fights. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Wiley Zhang by decision. I think there's a reason why this fight's on the main card. Uh, it's gonna be a fun fight. I, I think. Yeah, Wiley's big. She imposes her will. I, I think I'm gonna take her by decision. No disrespect to Tisha, it could easily go the other way, but I'm gonna take Wiley. All right. All right. All right. Uh, not a great fight, but okay. Wow. 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 Robbie Lawler, oh. former champ. Yep. Versus Ben Askren. How many losses does Ben have? He has no losses. Interesting, Jimmy. Not yet. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I don't need the magic eight ball to see where you're going with that. Jimmy. You know, I think Askren is obviously, we all know what he wants to do. Wait, hold on. I'm so interested. I cannot. Are you about to say your pick? Uh-huh. Who, Jimmy, who do you going to win this? <laughs> Righty, give me a name. Who's going to win between Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren? Wiley Zhang. You fucking dude. You, you always like to deflate my balloon. <laughs> hold on. I think that what, um, Jimmy? Askren is going to take him down in the first round. I think he's going to try to at least. 
uh, before he's all sweaty. I don't think he'll be able to finish Lawler in the first round. So I'm going to take Robbie with a second round knockout. It's very interesting. So it's very first round knockout was my first thought. Really? Me, yeah. uh, you know what? I'm going to. Uh, do you mind, Matt, if I do? Go now first. Uh, I love Robbie Lawler. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Oh, He's coming back. Did you know what Tyrion Lannister said? That anything you say before butt doesn't mean shit. No, 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 no. no. But I, I okay. am, am going to pick it. No, I am picking Robbie. I'm going to take oh, Robbie oh, by okay. first round knockout. I think that's his chance to do it. I think if it gets past that, it's going to be Ben Askren's fight. His wrestling is uh, just I know. on another level. Um, I can just picture Lawler against the cage and him getting hit, and Lawler like you know, ass working his way back to the cage yep. to get up. And and being able to hold off Askren in a one round, he's fought. He's fought. You know. Yep. Although you know against Woodley as a wrestler, he didn't have good success. But um, but anyway, I'm, I am I am going to take Robbie by by first round knockout. He has a big striking advantage. Of course, it hasn't mattered sure. at all so far in Ben Askren's career. But but Robbie's the best guy he's going to fight so far. I think. Ben Askren by decision. Yeah. By decision. Okay. By decision. Who are you picking, Matt? Ben Askren by decision. By decision. How? By decision. <laughs> are you sure? Go ahead. Who, who has more at stake in this fight? Robbie's coming back after an ACL surgery. He lost to RDA. He, which ben does. Game in. Ben yeah. has all the pressure on him. Right. Because, listen, Robbie, Robbie's... Robbie, former champion, how many battles has that guy been through? Everybody, if he, if this doesn't go his way, he's not it's undefeated. Gonna, it's going to be one hundred percent. He's not undefeated, right. and you know he did well with Josh Konshak. I'll tell you that much. But Ben Askren, his wrestling's on a different level. I mean, I know uh, you know Jake Shields, who's who's very underrated, by the way. He uh, strangled Robbie in Strike Force. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's funny. That's where Longo... See, I want to see what... I bet you Longo is picking Robbie Lawler. I didn't talk to him about this yet because I remember... I remember when Robbie Lawler was paired up with Jake Shields. And Longo was never a fan of Jake Shields standing because it could be awkward. Right. I don't give a fuck if it's awkward. He's tough and he's still got a hold. He's... Dude, the guy mounted Dan Henderson. He beat Dan Henderson. Dude, Jake Shields, very underrated. So I remember when they were paired up, I was telling him that he's taking out Robbie Lawler because I just I, re, I I just felt that he was gonna his jujitsu would be too much in his wrestling, and the fucking Longo's basing everything <laughs> Longo's basing on his striking. He's like, Robbie Lawler is gonna knock his block off." He might not have said block off, but he was implying <laughs> sounds, so. Sounds right. yeah. <laughs> it didn't go his way, so I'm just a way for me to attack right. Ray. Yeah. Anyway, no, Ben no, Askren and, by decision. And Ben Askren's a black belt in jujitsu. It's not. I mean, he's been training with. Is uh, he? Yeah, he's been training with uh, Tyron Woodley forever. Yeah, Wait, I think, I'm he's pretty, a black belt in jiu-jitsu? Stop pretty, making shit up. No, I'm pretty sure he is. Is he? Chris just yeah. likes to say From Dean Thomas? Uh, I mean, it says I black belt. I don't know who his, who his coach is, but he says black belt. Um, fun, that's a really interesting fight. We'll see. I, I just kind of want to root for Robbie, so I'm taking him first. Or not go. All right. Uh, it's going to get interesting. Oh, yeah. Co-main event. Tyron Woodley and... Kamaruddin Usman. Who uh, what I think. Don't be calling him Marty, motherfucker. Don't do it, Christopher Dusa. No, I love that, by the Don't way. If, if people it. missed uh, Tuesday's episode, go listen to Oh, we had fun. He, he explained the whole Marty Usman story. Could you get what are Usman's it's last three even, fights? Go ahead. It's his not last, even, <laughs> no, good, Matt. His last I'm just saying, it's not even like. See, that's what I like about Ben Askren. He's just like a, like a wise guy. He's just yeah. like, hey, Marty. He's like a. He's like a, like a 
It is. He is like a like a little troll. Like it is funny, but he's but he's a badass with his oh, wrestling. Yeah. So yep. I kind of like him. I think he's funny. Everybody did that that video one time to Dana, but it was like. There's like a, something at some kind of award show or something. I like Ben Asgren. I think he's just, uh, he's got that one of those. I, can, I really respect when someone is, I, I'm not like like a, an expert, like a real master of something. Like Damian Maya with Jiu Jitsu, uh, Wonder Boy with the karate. And it's not that they're not complete fighters, but they're just really head and toes in one area. And that so far is what Ben Askren's been doing. Just with his wrestling, just I remember he fought right. one dude that was just doing everything right, keeping him away, and then he just wear his guys down, man. It just doesn't stop. Anyway, very exciting. Yeah. So what do you think of this? This this is interesting. It's it's really gonna be with Tyrone Woodley, Kamara Uzman, it's really gonna be how Kamaro puts things together, uh, especially early on. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm worried about, uh, for, for, I mean, the one thing he's got to be taking into consideration is Woodley's just power. He is so powerful. Uh. He's got that, and he's so explosive. Where I feel if Usman, Usman could just get him, just even defensively, get him to just uh, try to fight him off with the grappling and get some of that blood into his arms and then start being the more technical striker and then add that with the grappling, he's really going to have a tough test of just blending blending it together, making him grapple, and then when he's thinking he's grappling, go back to the striking. That's what I feel Kamara would need to do. And if when you hear him talking, it's kind of sounding like he was. that's what he wants to do, obviously. He's very confident. Um. You want me to go first? What was Usman's last three fights? Uh, his last three fights, three unanimous decision wins, Emil Mech, Damian Maya, right. and then uh, RDA. RDA was the last one. Yeah, that's right. He's and, not going to be able to submit him. I mean, I think Tyron's going to be tough. And I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm a big underdog guy. I'm friendly with both guys. Yep. You know it's not about that. We know it's not about that. I'm not here to make friends. I do like those guys. I'm going to go with Kamara Usman by decision. Wow. I, like, hey! Listen, I, I don't got no crystal ball. No, it's interesting. So I'm, an, I'm an underdog type of guy, man. I like when people say, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I like to say yes, yes, yes. Your or maybe. No champions. Huh? Yes. Remember that commercial? No. I don't. Um, this is a very, very tough one. It is. I'm leaning towards Woodley by decision. I just think that both of these guys have, have won uh, multiple decisions in a row. I mean, you know, he, he's fought Wonder Boy 10 straight rounds. Um, yeah, well, Woodley is coming off the finish of Till. That was his yeah, last no, 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 I know. I'm yeah. just saying that both these guys have the ability to go oh, sure. five rounds yes. and win. Um, mm, it is, dude. It's, it's, I mean, this guy's hungry, you know? I mean, I mean, I mean Tyron, listen, he, he, you think it's easy being in the recording studio all day long? Huh? I don't see Kamar Usman coming out with a single anytime soon. Usman. Maybe a maybe a single leg. Usman, third round. <laughs> Sorry, Usman, third round. Oh, stoppage! Wow! Now this, Woodley's definitely blowing you off again next time he sees you. <laughs> you thought he gave you that high hat list? No, no he's not even giving me, you a you, hat. You, I love Woodley. I, I enjoy. He's one of my favorite fighters. But you, wanted, you made me think, like, oh yeah, he's got. So many good things happening now. Yes. A little bit of acting. Hey, a little man. Bit of, is it harder? Hey, dude. 
And then this fucking hungry Listen, maniac coming yes. after you. This is what I pitch. This is what I picture going on right now. I picture Willie's training. He's with hey, listen, and he's with Duke. You know, Rufus, who's, who's yeah. a stud, and he's smart. You know, uh, but I think that I see him in the recording studio, and then I see like Rocky Three. I see a clip of like Club Lang, and that's uh, that's Kamara uh, Usman. Uh, Usman's doing those sit-ups, uh, uh, uh. and then and then you go and you go back to the other scene, and it's Tyrone Woodley in there with his rapper friends, and ah oh, man, yeah, I'll beat your ass. And then you go to the other scene, and it's Usman doing some push-ups and some chin-ups. Fourth round, wow. I stand correct. Wow, Usman. Fourth round, not third. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I don't want a decision. I really don't. Yeah, I'm saying. But I think he's just gonna start. I think he's gonna wear him out a little, and I think Woodley's gonna hang in there. And he's, and you know, he's proud. He's tough to finish, but I think Usman by decision. Um, I love Kamaru Usman. Loved having him in studio. Where he's always welcome here. He's a great fighter. You don't have to say that. No one thinks you're not gonna welcome him. No, no, you're picking Woodley no, 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 by but first I'm round knockout. <laughs> uh, Woodley. I think is an an all time great, right? Ooh. And I think the power because when you match them up, they're very similar in the styles. I think the power advantage is with Woodley. I'm going to take Tyron Woodley second round finish. Yeah, god damn it! Now you got me thinking. Fucking Woodley. It's a, hard. This is a, these are it's crazy a fights. really yeah. hard fight to pick. Yeah, because there's no disrespect to Usman. Like he probably beats uh, yeah. everybody else in the division. Maybe not Woodley. Well, maybe not. Maybe so. Maybe so. That's why we right? watch it. That's why we Hold watch on. the fight. Let that's what they I say. Want to stick. My first instinct was Woodley by decision. Oh, man. That was my first instinct. That's right. Um, okay, okay, Chris, the producer. It was, and I don't know what to <laughs> Okay, Mr. Play both sides. I'm bouncing okay, all over. Okay, Mr. If he does knock him out in the first round, and you meanwhile you picked Uzman, you're going to go back saying, oh, but at least I, I said that first. But it won't first. count. It won't count. It doesn't. Well, well it counts. It'll make you feel better. No, I don't think Woodley's going to knock him out the first. Mm. I think... Um, Come back to it. He so did I, say that he'll beat your ass in real life. He'll beat your ass on TV. Right. And they're going to be on TV. So, I mean, he did say that. Jimmy? Third round stoppage, Woodley. <sighs> Woodley Wait a though. second. Woodley. Wait. Wait a second. Wait. What are you doing? You're confusing I, because everybody. I keep, I keep seeing it a different way. Yeah? I keep seeing it a different way because Woodley... You know, Woodley, people think, well, he gasses, and yet against Wonderboy, both times in the fourth round, he was explosive and just fucking devastating. Against the the, hardest guy to hit. In the fourth (laughs) round, uh, but then again, yeah, but but Wonderboy didn't wear him down against the fence or on the floor the way Usman will either. And that's a big X factor, you're absolutely right. Um, And Damian Maya, I believe, landed some stuff, but... You know, he doesn't have the ability to land or he doesn't have in his arsenal and the power and even the, the, just the techniques, the arsenal of, of Kamar Usman standing up. But right. will he be as nervous about Usman taking him down as he was Damian Meyer? I mean, he doesn't want to get, but like, will he be as worried about Usman on the ground as he was Damian? Like, Not, Damian Meyer going to the yeah, floor it, it, is almost like an absolute no. You can't, you know, right. you just can't. And Woodley had a, he separated his shoulder in that fight. So. Right. Yeah. Or whatever, he tore his labrum, yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to this fight in a minute. All right, we'll, we'll, I we'll cannot come, decide. We'll come back to it. Wait, no, wait, hold on. Okay, all right. No, this is some bullshit. It's driving me him, crazy. We'll pick the main event. I mean, like the main sitting on the fence? Is this what's going on? Well, the, if there's a nice big post. <laughs> no, but I just can't pick it. I keep seeing it two different ways. Sometimes I'll be able to see it, and I just can't see well, it. this is not the way we play the game. Sure it is. You pick mm-hmm. it in any order you want. Now, Jones, Anthony, No, Smith. wait a minute. <laughs> no. 
right. You want me to pick this one? Yeah. You have to. I keep seeing it. You're letting everybody down if you don't. I, even if I do, I'm letting them down. Um, both guys have obviously enough cardio to go uh, five rounds. You yeah. got to get off the fence. I, you're I not, you're know, not look at you. You can't make a decision. It's a very tough fight. It's really hard. Well, this is the beauty of this, this card. I mean, this is what I say. This is what I say to you. This is what I suggest for you. If you really can't get off the, the fence with this and you're really almost, you can't split, you can see it either way. Kamar Usman was in here, right? Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, great, I know yeah. you're friends with Tyron. What happened when you said hello to him? Hi-hat? Yeah, but he did make sure to say hi to me after. And he was very nice after. Okay. He did. Yeah. All right. Um, God damn it. You got to say something. Tyron man. fourth round. All right. Tyron fourth. All right. I just think because of those two Wonderboy fights, that's my deciding factor. He he just has this amazing energy in the fourth round. I like your energy, Jimmy. Fair enough. Thank you. Who did you uh, pick with the um, main event? The main event now. Who did you pick with this last one, by the way? Me. I took uh, Tyron by second round. Chaos. All right. Usman, I believe in you. Let's go. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise it's me not if you fair. won. See, that's not fair to do that. I hate what did I do? <laughs> you, well, don't right. us, you don't let us equivocate now, a little bit, and then you're like, I believe I know tomorrow. that both of you guys are going with John Jones. I know that. Yes. I know that. But I'll tell you why. Why? Because A... He's one of the best ever? Ooh. He, no, no, he, no, is, he is. is one of the best ever. And I also think that a huge advantage Jones has is he has gone deep into five-round fights. Anthony, I'm sure Anthony Smith has good cardio, but he's never gone five or even four, Chris. I asked him right. before. So I do think that Jones is such a smart fighter. You know, Anthony was talking about that oblique kick and he likes to pester you. And Jones is going to, I mean, Anthony wants to make it a fist fight and try to knock him out in the first round. Jones is a smart guy and he knows what Anthony Smith wants to do. And he also knows how fucking far he can fight. So I think he is going to be using those kicks. And uh, I don't know how much reach he has. Because he has an absurd reach advantage. Yeah, I, he is going to be using his kicks and his reach to keep him off and pepper him and wear him down. And I do think he's going to try to take him a little later into the third and fourth round, which for Smith, he just hasn't been there before. And Jones, as you know, can go deep into a fight. That's what won him against Gustafson. So I am going to take Jones third round stoppage. It's a it's an eight and a half inch reach advantage. That's a massive massive advantage. Massive. That's a hard distance to close if you're Anthony Smith. Um, I'm go. I'm also going to take John Jones by third round finish. I think it's going to be ground and pound. I think that's where his biggest advantage will be. Yeah, I love Anthony. I wouldn't be happy to see him win that fight. Um, but I, I, think I like John I, I, I like John too much. I wouldn't want to see John lose that. I, I, I like, like John a lot. Yeah, I, I don't like, like John a lot too. too. Why are we saying that? Who cares? I don't want John losing. Who cares who we like? But I don't want Anthony nice. losing. I like all these guys. I like, fuck. I like every one of these guys. I don't, and I don't want them not to like me. That's what I it is. Thing. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. You know? Who are you picking? I like John Jones. You taking a lot. Anthony Smith in the first? The thing is this. <laughs> this is the thing. I understand uh, why men love people, each other. Uh, I don't. I don't judge anybody. <laughs> Obviously, we're friends. Listen to me, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, set yourself up. John Jones, one of the best that ever played the game, never looked better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looked phenomenal. Um, let's just talk a little MMA math, okay? Sure. I don't believe in MMA math. I do. I understand when you put things on paper that they look a certain way and they might very well be a certain way. But this is the game of upsets. This is the sport of upsets. Sure. There's some things that you cannot measure, Jimmy and Chris, the producer. No, sure. It's the, you can't measure desire. You can measure, you can't, measure arm length, though. You can't measure 
What? You can measure distance and reach advantages. What was the? Give me the uh, eight and a half. Do me a favor. Yeah. All right. What is it? Eighty-four and a half inch reach for John Jones, and Anthony has a seventy-six inch reach. I don't like to compare shit, but since we're talking about shocking the world, look up my reach. What's my reach with uh, George St. Pierre? Let's take a look. Let's look it up to it. By the way, that's where those elbows will come into play, too. I think Jones has a bigger advantage at the elbows. Of course. I just want to look at that for a second. Uh, uh, He does, but I think here's here's the thing. I think in a clinch scenario, there is no reach difference. I think Anthony has nasty elbows, and I think if it gets into a clinch, that's that's where things can get really interesting. I don't think Anthony can't win. I think he definitely can. I just think John is going to eventually win. Well, did you look up that shit? Uh, I'm I'm doing it. I know what it's like. So George St. Pierre has a 76-inch reach advantage, and one Matt Sarah has a 69. Yeah, uh, yeah, 42-inch reach. No, 69 inches. Okay. So what's the what's seven the, inch uh, reach advantage for GSP? Okay. Here. All right. So what, and you shock the world. You're right. I know it doesn't always come back down to that. And my win over Frank Trick has nothing to do with anything. No, no, no. But I feel that that I, I listen. I don't think John Jones is taking Anthony Smith lightly. But I think he know that he feels he could just beat him. I think he has. I think he has him outgunned, and he's been in a lot of bigger fights. Yeah. Anthony Smith has never been in a bigger fight. That's he true. knows he's never going to get possibly. The shot again ever, so that's something that you you have to take into consideration. I've had him in here. I looked in his eyes. I'm gonna say, wait, what about that fight when he was jumping up and down saying, "What's my name? You know my name now? Do you remember that?" That was Ali against Floyd Patterson, I think. What are you gonna say? My name, say my name. Is that Floyd my name? Patterson? Anthony Smith. You know my name. He was saying that at the end of a fight, in the middle of a fight. Oh. Who was he saying that to? I wanted to ask him that when he was in here. I forgot it. Oh, it was used in clips. It was awesome. Say my name. He said he didn't know his name, the guy before the fight. So he's like, you know my name now? It was fucking great. I don't know. Shit. You should look. We should find that out, though, because it was was amazing. So listen, people are going to think I'm silly for picking Anthony. But don't. If I didn't talk to anybody, if I held something against anybody that thought that George was going to beat me, I wouldn't be talking to anybody. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd have no friends, you know? But uh, I'm going to say Anthony Smith for shocking the world. Okay. Oh, it was, Hector, it was Hector Lombard. Well, That's who he was saying that to. Well, I think he knew his name after that. How'd yeah. that one end? Yeah, it was an Anthony Smith uh, finish. What round? Third round. No, no, no. no I'm asking what oh, he thinks oh, Jones. Um... I mean, you know, this guy, I mean, they're both training at altitude. Which is higher, Denver or, or Albuquerque? That's a good question. I think Denver's higher, but they're, yeah, I think Denver's higher. I'd have to check that. Yeah, but that's, again, Jones is cardio. Jones I, has I, great cardio. Compared, I, yeah, and Anthony's, I don't think we've tested because he hasn't gone that deep into the fight. Has he? No, he, he's gone into the third round, but he's not been into a fourth <sighs> round. Yeah. It's almost listen. It's rough because John Jones is is John Jones, and he knows that. If I know that, then Jones knows that. And if Jones knows that, Anthony knows that. Right. Everybody, the gig is up. Listen, I'm going with Anthony, Anthony Smith. Okay. For the, I think he's gonna put all of his uh, eggs in one basket. I promise never to say that again. I like it. I hate that. Uh, not even if you're egg shopping. Why? You hear uh, Albuquerque and Denver <laughs> have very similar altitude. I mean, Denver is obviously a mile high, but there's certain you know the certain yeah, parts close. that are higher. Albuquerque is about a mile high also. So, John Jones is looking so fucking good lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But I always go for underdogs. Well, you got to think who's going to win the fight. Who do you, yeah, do you have to think that, or could yeah. you say, you know what? You could root for one person, but who, do who you think? rooted for me? No one. I was rooting for you. 
Well, you say it now, you know me. I yeah, don't think you thought I was going to win. Did you think I was going to win? No. No. <laughs> Fuck it, guys. All right, well, listen. I am an underdog by nature. Okay. Okay. Josh. <laughs> Josh. Josh. <laughs> yeah. No! No! Anthony Smith? No! Okay, what round? John. No! Yeah. No! What round? Anthony Smith. What round? He's gonna he's gonna shock the world. And uh let's say the uh People are gonna think I don't know. No, why? Because let's say if it's not an upset, people are gonna say, "Oh, what? How's this? This guy sucks." No, you gotta pick what you think. <laughs> you hey, I took it. fucking. Uh, do I gotta pick what I think, sure. or do I have to pick with my heart? And, do, not, and but that's weird though. It's, it's either listen. Way. It's but this is what I'm saying. This is why when you say we we go back and forth. No, 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 it's no. Hard to do. No, but my more thing is like I know, boy. All of a sudden, my Woodley fucking back and forth doesn't seem so bad, does no. it? I'm not gonna lie to you, oh, no. John Jones. I'm, listen, listen. I'm not, I'm not gonna be totally honest with you, John Jones. Just the other day, I did a thing on Instagram. He goes, "Oh, I'm not gonna lie. That looks like fun." He did a nice little. He did a comment on one of my Instagram posts. He's never commented. And it made on me mine. happy. I'm taking Anthony Smith. And I don't know. I don't, I'm like, Jones won't comment so on nice. my Instagram. You know what I do? Sometimes I do like a battle royale. I have like 15 guys versus yeah. 15 guys teams yeah. of jujitsu. One team's got to submit to all the teams. Sure. So much fun. And then I'm like, oh, look, he's coming. Now he's gonna hate me because I'm gonna go with the underdog. No. You got to go with who you feel. All right, guys. I'm going with John's, even though he does. John does not even look at my Instagram, no. and I'm going with him. I know, but I can't pick it. I, I like both. Listen, guys, don't hate me. I'm going to go with, this is why I'm going with Anthony Smith. One, I've Racism. been in. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Dude, listen. One, and th I've been in those shoes. I know what it's like to feel like there's no hope and have feeling nobody believes in you. Anthony Smith, I believe in you. Yeah. Okay. Anthony Smith. Now, how's he going to do it? Let's talk about that. Right. <laughs> I'm only kidding. This is how he's going to do it? Mm, is he going is is he, is he to just is he get him right away? Or is he going to get him in the third round? Can, can I say this? So I think I, I think if he is going to stop him, I think the, the wild thing would be for Anthony to really pressure. Because John's not known to be a one-punch knockout guy. He, he wears you down. He, he, you know, sure. he, it's a sequence usually that'll finish you. He'll get you to the ground. What if Anthony just runs at him and just goes for that chin early in the fight and catches him? Because Anthony does have one punch knockout power yep. for sure. I know, but I think John's gonna be looking to put him on his butt. Yeah, early, you know. So that's why. But you know what? If you're gonna shock the world, maybe you should do it in the first round. Trust me. Take right. a fucking Sorry. first round, Anthony Smith by upset. Okay. Well, that'd be great. It'd be so cool. Let me tell you, he does it. People are gonna go. That got that Sarah. Yeah. Must have a crystal ball. Things go wrong. They're gonna go. Why this guy get it? You, this guy he should lose his job. He's a goose. <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? Doesn't he know the reach of his? Yeah. Listen, guys. Hey, man. I'm not telling you. I I know everything. I'll tell you what I do know. Some fucking Kamoras. Oh, Jimmy. Felt good to be back today. I'm sure. It did. Of course, you're watching me walk and you're feeling bad for me, but it, it does feel good to be back. Good. Thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy, we had a long show. I have to pee badly again. You know, I might have to sit down. JimNorton.com. Get my tickets. I'm going to be coming up in uh, Orlando, then San Francisco, Rochester, and New Jersey. So come see me. People, train jujitsu. The proper plug for the UFC this weekend. It's March 2nd on pay-per-view, and it's going to be a great time. Where's the prelims? Uh, the early Fight Pass prelim, 6.15 on uh, 6.15 Eastern, early on, on Fight Pass. And then 8 p.m. Eastern is on ESPN. That's so exciting, dude. John Jones versus Anthony Smith. 
Can Anthony Smith shock the world? So sad. Okay. Jimmy, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jimmy. All right. Now remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.